Last time on the third space. Give me the gun! Give me your gun! I'm gonna arrest you because you, you shot those cops. Oh, a wand. This is ambiguously powerful. We're the magic police. I want you to turn on your partner. We'll come back and check on you in about four weeks. Yo, racism. Yo, more racism. Hey, centaur cop. And now, the continuation of The Third Space. Bright is back. <laughs> we are we are back. We are back for more bright. <laughs> we're into it. We <laughs> we are super into bright right now. We're what was it people call bright heads? <laughs> yeah, we're, no, we are the brights. We are the brights. We and we hold the wand of making <laughs> fun of this movie. Oh yeah. So last time we left um our last, last time we left our heroes. heroes <laughs> They had got into a very weird car accident. <laughs> Last time we left our heroes, the story had just started. Yeah, the story's just started. It finally through the front door. Yeah, we, we got we got past all the dumb world building that yeah. doesn't actually mean anything to this world. That's right. And you we're not doing an awkward intro this time because we need the entire hour. Yeah. Uh but our heroes, Ward and Tika and, and Jacoby. J- Jacoby. Jacoby, Jacoby. Eh, either works. Jacoby. Um, get in a, a, a car accident that makes no sense. <laughs> Zero sense. What we learn is that wands are aware of what they're in. Yes. Yeah. Yep. They know they're in a car, so they, they stop the entire car. car. So they stop the car instead of just stopping the wand. Yeah. Seems like an inefficient use of magic, but okay. Yeah, whatever. Magic is magic, magic I guess. Magic is magic. Max Landis. Thank you, Max. I guess I blame Max Landis, not da- David Ayer. No. I feel like David Ayer did the best he could. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I know I didn't like Suicide Squad, but I feel like David Ayer did the best he could. Yeah. With I mean, I th- feel like Max Landis did the best he could do. It's just so... <laughs> it's so, not, so, good. not good. <laughs> well, I mean, but it's sadder when you say Max Landis did the best he could. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's the peak of his potential. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So we get into this long sequence where essentially... And it's so long and so dumb. It is. Basically... They're running from the gang. Yeah. The and ga- shooting people at the same time. It's like a gun chase, but without a car, it's all on foot. Yeah. Because the the, cr- the, the car crashed, and they're all fine. They're all fine. They, uh, they, they stumble walk, out. They stumble out. They, um, oh, God. So they, they get in this long chase, and they start yelling at Tika, and Tika's being weird. Tika's and, being weird and elvish. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's, let's just say a few extraneous things that happen during this chase, yep. and we can focus in on what actually happens in the chase. Sure. All right, yeah. So this is the point where you learn that, one, Tika does a lot of extraneous acrobatics. Yes, she is really into parkour, yeah. but not like... Not the, efficiently. Not not the... I mean, she's really into free running. Yeah. Par- I think I feel like parkour is like efficiency. Free yeah. running's like, I'm going to do a flip. Yeah, she like... At one point, you're like, oh, she's running up there, and there's an air vent up there. Is she going to go hide in it? No, she just like turns around, does a flip, and then follows Ward out the door. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah yeah it's um it's so weird extraneous tika flipping yeah um the other thing you learn is that jacoby has never killed somebody before until now no yeah and he has a moment and ward's like shut up just keep shooting <laughs> yeah uh ward is a badass yes apparently <laughs> as long as you don't get the drop on him with a broad daylight shotgun <laughs> yes he has a lot of ammo a lot of ammo yeah yeah um there's a moment where the uh uh, where we see so what happens when someone touches a wand, which is that the wand spills out, and I guess because these 
gangsters don't know the rule. I think I think it's sort of in my mind it plays off the thing that the cop said before. Yeah. Which is like, yeah, I might die, but also I might be a god, so I'll take that chance. <laughs> so in the middle of this gunfight, this gangster's like, Maybe I'm a god, and he grabs the wand and vaporizes everyone in like I'd say a ten foot radius around a, him. It is a small C four explosion. Yeah. Like it is it's a, like it's it looks like an implosion, but there's just dust everywhere. Yeah, it is people. They yeah, are breathing and, in yeah, people. Jacob is like where'd they, where'd they go? And Ward's like, I think we're breathing them. <laughs> yeah, they get vaporized, which is a pretty interesting thing. Yeah. <laughs> that you're, you're like, okay, so that's what happens when a non-bright touches a wand. Which is in which raises up some things about the wands. Yeah. So when you when a, when a, a magic person touches a wand, the wand obviously does something to them. Yeah. It affects them. You are not putting your magic into a wand. No, the, the wand, wand is, is magic. Yeah, and the magic's entering you. Which is, so a, really what a bright is, a bright is a person who can take, take the magic, magic being put into them. Yeah. So, which means people are not magical in this world. No. No. Wands are magical. Wands are magical. Where do they come from? Who knows? We'll no. never learn. We'll never learn that. I, it's not like Harry Potter where people make wands, I guess. Yes. Um, but this is not the end of the chase. No. It's just like a short little interlude where they put the wand back in a bag. Yeah. Uh, and then and then they go to an they, orc they party. To, they go to an orc party and run through the orc party. And then, and then they, the go to a stri- and then they go to a strip club. There's not even well, like a fight at the orc party. They just like no, go no, through no, it. No, there, there specifically is a fight at the orc party. Is there? Yeah, they go to the orc party. Orc party and the gangsters come in and shoot a bunch of orcs. That's true. Yeah, that's a yeah. very that's a very important plot point, which. Never comes Wait, up again. No, it does. No, it, it doesn't. Does. No, this actually does. Does it, Kevin? Yes, it does. Explain. Later, the orcs who get them later are oh, there right, at the party. Be- because they ruined the party. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Oh, then, man, I never connected that before. Yeah, so they go to this orc party. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, it's not just an orc party. There's a bunch of people there, but there's like, it's very orc heavy, let's say. Yeah, it's orc heavy. Um, And then the gangsters come in and start shooting everyone up. The orcs, it, it becomes a whole brawl thing. Yeah. Then they, they leave that club. And go into another club. It's like a, but, but, but it's no, a here, fancy here's strip thing. club. They go onto the street. Yeah. Then go into another club. Yeah. For another gunfight. <laughs> well, like I don't understand what's, <laughs> no, no, no. what. I don't understand what their goal is. <laughs> they're like no, they're just they're, they're just club hopping. <laughs> yeah. They go over and here's the thing. They like try and like lay low in this club. They like sit down and they like push other people out of the way. They're like I'm a cop. Just leave. Yeah. Um, and they're like, yeah, okay. And they're just, like, sitting there acting all cool. And then who shows up, Kevin? The leader of the Latino gang, who, by the way, is in a wheelchair. Yeah. They, his name's Poison. Yeah. And I like to point out that what constantly happens is these people constantly enter buildings, and then the Latino gang comes in and starts shooting into the sky. Yeah. Which all I can imagine is that there's a bunch of these gangsters walking into buildings, shooting, and then seeing if there's the people they're looking for in there. Yeah, no, this is definitely happening in multiple buildings. Yeah, <laughs> they're definitely spreading out, like, all right, you go in there, you go in there, and whoever doesn't, whoever finds them, right. I guess, shout. <laughs> okay, now, stop. Flashback, Kevin. <laughs> yeah. Because we forgot to do the scene. We didn't forget. We're just we're, I, we're just doing we're, things a little out of order. Well, I mean, it's, it's better than jumping around a whole bunch like this yeah. movie does. Yeah. Flashback, because now you see the evil elf. Numi Rapis. Yes. Because I cannot remember her character name. Cannot remember her character name either. But she, she shows she, up. Let, let's, be, let's be clear. When I, the first time I saw Numi, uh, Numi Rapis yep. uh, in uh, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, yep. um, she, I, I'm like, that that woman should play an elf because she has 
cheekbones that are like those are not augmented cheekbones. Those are she, her cheekbones. Those are her cheekbones. Yeah, she could break a diamond in half. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so she shows up at the house. The, the, that they found the wand. Yeah, that's the Shield of Light house. <coughs> yes, the yes, Shield the, of Light. The house. Shield of Light safe house. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's full. Which of you don't know until like later. I mean, you see the Shield of Light mark on it and yeah. things like that. Um, um, but then she goes in there. She sees all the chaos. She talks to the art piece. Yes, yeah, apparently the art piece was alive. <laughs> yeah, the whole time. Yeah, and you're like, wow. Yeah. Good thing they didn't check for a pulse. I guess. <laughs> I mean, what would you do? What, what we're not made clear how weird that is. Yeah. Like, I don't know. <sighs> anyway, she she, is, she, she gets like, answers and then slits the art piece's throat. Well, I presume because she can't come back. Yeah. Like, you don't come back from that. Unless no. you have a wand. Unless you got a wand. Which she does not. Which she does not currently have the wand. No. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then it just feels how evil she is. She kills Ike Barinholtz, who was already shot, but she kills yeah. him more. He was still alive. She and he's him. like, no, no, no. And she's like, no, you're dead. Yeah, she kills him you're more. You're super dead. Yeah. Um, so basically it's like, it's like an ominous, like men in black scene, except it's elves in fashion. Yeah. (laughs) Ominous Uh, elves in fashion scene. And the reason we bring these, this up, cause at the, uh, the strip club gunfight, they sort of appear. Wait, wait, wait. What? There's another scene. Oh, there's another scene with them. No, no, there's not another scene with them. I know. It's the magic, the magic, the magic, (laughs) magic FBI, which they're, are they on a roof at this point? I don't know. They're either on a roof or a car. And they're like, it's basically this guy being like, I've been after this bitch for 20 years. <laughs> and the human being like, this rough dog. Yeah, it's a lot of exposition that really doesn't mean anything. Does not mean anything. Does not mean anything. No. Now, at some point in this process, I think I'm going to say it now. At some point in this process, yeah. we, get a, we get my favorite shot of the movie. Which is an expositional shot over L.A. in the middle of the night. And, and a dragon. Is a dragon! <laughs> We're going to spend now as much time as it fucking takes to talk about the fact that there's a fucking dragon in this movie. And it is a sidebar. It's <laughs> the best part. It's like, you're like, you're, the pan's up. So yeah. As you're panning up, you're like, okay, yeah, it's like the standard like city skyline. Right, and it pans up, and then you're like, "What is that in the sky?" Because it's again a silhouette, yeah. two-dimensional animation. You're like, "Is that a dragon?" And then the mouth opens, and a plume of fire comes out, and you're like, "That's a fucking dragon." It's a fire-breathing dragon. It's a fire-breathing dragon. All right, let's talk about dragons for a second. Dragons <laughs> okay. are big. Dragons, dragons are, are big. strong. Yep. Dragons shoot fire out of their mouths. Yep. So we don't know much about this dragon. This dragon is in a position of power, presumably. Is it? Is it sentient? I don't know. I guess it could just be well, an animal. Well, he, here's the thing. Tolkien, if the, a lot of stuff is taken from Tolkien. Yeah. Do a lot of that. In his things, dragons are sentient. Yeah. They are, they can talk, they can do things like that. Why is it just flying around then? Why? Yeah, why? It is it like a businessman? Is Enjoy it a ride. business dragon? Done <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's nine to five and it's out for a party. Yeah. Had one too many shots and it's gone skyward. Yeah. So maybe, maybe, maybe it's maybe it's a business dragon. Maybe it's a smart dragon. Maybe for maybe for some reason it hasn't subjugated the world. And for scale, just so you know, this is like King Kong versus skyscraper size. Yeah, this is a real big. dragon. It's a real big you, dragon. You see him from far away, and he's still real big. Yeah. Okay. There's this sort of thing that like dragons are always seen as being very uh, solitary. Yep. And the thing about solitary creatures is they're not social. Or they're like dominating stuff. Yeah. Or they're like I'm in charge. Everybody listen to me. If you know, then I'll eat you. Now here's the other option. Yeah. Maybe 
it's not sentient and it's tr- it's just an animal. Yeah. In which case, if a dragon comes into LA, that is a state of emergency. Yeah, a dragon got out of the zoo. Well, I don't think the zoo. I no, think, but I mean that's what it is, right? A dangerous animal has entered the vicinity of population. Except for you know how they talk about like like wands being nukes. Yeah. A dragon, I feel like, is a natural disaster. Yeah. Like when a dragon, in a world like this, when you don't have like the. It's just you can't just throw it into the background. No, it's an important thing. No, it feels like 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 what you would do is that you'd be like, hey, um, there's a dragon headed toward um LA. Everyone should get inside, get into your dragon bunkers. Yeah. And our guess our dragon hunters will go out and deal with it. Yep. Who are not cops, let's be clear. They're not. You do not send the police go out to deal with the dragon. You or the dra- magic investigation unit. Yeah, you or dra- internal resources. You have dragon Or the hun- sheriff. You have dragon hunters. Yes. Which and, and you can't just show it casually flying over the city. No. It's just like, boo, fire, yay. Oh, look at the dragon. No, because that, if that dragon feels like eating someone, it will wreck a neighborhood. Yep. Like, here's it, the <laughs> other possibility for this dragon, Kevin. Yeah? The other possibility for this dragon is it's like the city's fucking mascot, and it just flies <laughs> around all night shooting, like, plumes of fire, and it's just like something little kids look up and go like that's nice so then so then the idea is that you can you can tame dragons yeah you could tame a dragon why did the, the police force doesn't have tame dragons on it don't know who has tame dragons i don't i don't know probably there's, probably the motherfucking mayor kevin there's so th- this <laughs> this shot is the qu- is a quintessential moment in bright of when it became clear to me that the craze of this movie were just like oh, this will be cool and not considering what it fucking means. <laughs> yep. It's but not. The, here's the other thing that's great about the dragon, Kevin. Yeah. Is that I feel like because there's there's a confirmed second bright coming out. Yeah. It's confirmed second bright. So I feel like because Max Landis isn't on it anymore. <laughs> yeah. People are going to watch, sit down and watch the first movie and make a list of all the things that showed up that were never touched upon again. Yeah. And then they're going to divide that list into two things. Yeah. Stuff that we don't have to worry about. Yeah. And stuff that maybe we should try probably to deal with. Deal with. Yeah. Uh, and the dragon is probably number one on that list. I don't know. If, I wonder if they're just going to ignore it. They might. I wonder if David Ayer is just going to ignore it. He's going to be like, look, we can't deal with it. If the second movie is not about the fucking dragon... That that they have to deal with. I mean, clearly there's going to be a wand in it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Clearly. Yeah. But God, there's a dragon. Yep. And it it ruined my night. <laughs> it ruined my life. Up, up up until this point, you were like, this movie is all right. I've been thinking about that dragon every single day. I think about that shot. I think about that five second shot <laughs> where you reveal that a dragon exists. Yeah. Like just sort of there, Jeremy. Can you imagine a shot where you look in the background and like a a sixty foot tall golems walking by? Like that's something you deal with. Yeah, you explain that there's a goddamn world destroyer. <laughs> even if he's not a magical type dragon, like you know, with magic god. Yeah, powers. even if he's like a Harry Potter dragon, yeah. which is just an animal. Which is an animal. Those things are dangerous. They are very dangerous. They they. They are natural disasters. Yep. You deal with them. Yep. Bright. You don't put them in as set dressing. <laughs> nope. Well, the, the thing is, is just, it's kind I of... I think I hate fantasy. <laughs> it's kind of like the, the the quintessential thing that people complain about when they talk about the Star Wars prequels. Yeah. And that, like, there's just this extra CG set dressing that it's added on. That Like, it doesn't add anything. It's yeah. just set dressing. The difference with this and that is that this is actually 
full of world-changing consequences. Yeah, there's so much about <laughs> it that means so much. And, and maybe it was David Ayer. Maybe it was Max Lam. Maybe in a script he wrote, a shot of L.A. in the corner. A dragon flies by. That's important. Don't not do that. Don't, don't not do that dragon in. Yeah. It's something I can imagine. But it, it's something I can imagine Max Lam is doing. But it just it feels <laughs> so clear to the idea of this movie of where they're just like, and a centaur, and a dragon, and this uh, orc thing, and, uh, and this stuff. Yeah. And, you know, just those things, something like that. Because they don't think... Okay, I, we, I also we're gonna go back to where we were now. Yeah. <laughs> now that now that we've dealt with Kevin's thing, <sighs> um, but I just want to point out during this chase scene. Yeah. There are three scenes put in. Yeah. There's the evil elves, elves in fashion. Yeah. There's the magic investigations unit. Yeah. And there's the dragon <laughs> that is interspersed in the gangster chase. Yeah, the gangster chase goes on for a which long is, time, which is full of extraneous flips. Yeah. And Ward being a badass, and Jacob B being like, I killed a person. And let's be very, very- and also <laughs> us learning what the wand does when somebody who's not supposed to touch yeah. his, touches let's, it. Let's be very, very clear. This part is a long time, yeah. and it's really drawn out. And then what happens is they have the shootout in the script strip club. Yeah. And then. Well, here, the- no, they're about to start the shootout in Sorry, the strip club. They're about- no, they start shooting. No, they're just about to start. I thought there was a little bit of shots fired. No, you're um, thinking about the other club. There's a lot of clubs <laughs> get shots fired. Just going to clubs, shooting stuff. Shots fired. Yeah. It almost feels uh, like a video game where it, they're just like. It well, is. It is literally like. Okay, we're gonna have a gunfight here, but instead of just having like a really good gunfight, yeah. one good fight, they're like, let's have five gunfights. <laughs> none of them are gonna be great gunfights, and none of them are gonna mean anything. They're not gonna mean oh, anything, except for one will mean something, but not in the like, but not not in the n- not in the way you think it will. But it's so bizarre. Okay, we're gonna get back, get back to that one. But in the strip club <laughs> fight, um, the bad elves come in, the Inferni, as they're the as Inferni, they're called. and they are super powered. Oh yeah, they just slip they the roads. Do they and- use guns? No. <laughs> Nope. Just, no. like, walk around doing some kung fu bullshit. I assume elves think guns are dirty. Maybe. Yeah. And here's the question I had. I was like, oh, this is really interesting. Maybe they use the wand to enhance themselves. So they're not even really elves anymore. They're, like, I don't know, super-powered magic elves. I think they're just elves. But, yeah, it doesn't explain it. So they might that might just be how all elves are. But then why isn't Tika like that? I mean, she does all her flips and That's stuff. That's true. She does do extraneous I mean, flips. I mean, maybe when elves work out, it just works out better for them. <laughs> just, they just get mad gains. Elves, elves are just kind of like... Elves just get those gains. It is a weird thing where, like, elves are just kind of better. <laughs> like, it's like when you look at look at a class in a D&D system, you'd be yeah. like, elves are just... Like, so give me an orc, and I guess... No, but you're not particularly strong. No, you're no, you're stronger. You see them yeah. lifting up a truck. Yeah. So you're an orc. You're stronger. You yeah. have no more. You cannot jump higher. Nope. We learned that. Yeah, you don't have hops. You do not have hops. How many? Um, <laughs> the line specifically we learned that from is, <laughs> hey, how many orc players in the NBA? None. Zero. No. Apparently, good as defensive linebackers, though. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so orcs have strength. Yeah. But but your disadvantage is everybody hates you. Everybody hates you. You smell real good. That's an advantage. Yeah, yeah. You can smell things. You can smell things. I, I can also be a disadvantage. You're slow. Th- you're th- not fleet of foot. It's something that's not an advantage or a disadvantage. It's just like you can smell things real good, which means that also all factory attacks will <laughs> will fuck you up. Will fuck you up. Yeah. Um, but if and if you're human, you're like, well, you're a person. Yeah. You're a human being. Good job. But if you're if you're an elf, it's like, well, you you have this much chance of being able to do magic. Yeah. You are you're super fast and super strong. Yep. And like, you're just super, super good. You're very pretty. 
You're probably rich. <laughs> probably rich. <laughs> You're the 1%. Yeah, it's like a bunch of kids playing in the sandbox, and the one guy's like, like I'm going to play an elf, and here's what elves are like. Yeah. <laughs> Look, we all give ourselves disadvantages. You have to have a disadvantage. Uh, people don't like me because I'm just so good. <laughs> people get jealous of me. People get jealous of me. <laughs> All right, Jimmy. All right, I Abernathy. Guess, I guess that's what you are. Yep. Uh, but they kill Poison and his gang. Yeah. And, and then, that's that done with. Yeah. And like, as Ward and Tika and Jacoby are running, like, Ward looks down at Poison and is like, that's a shame. And like, yeah. And he doesn't say that, but he looks at it. He's yeah. like, too bad. And that's done. Yeah. That's, that's that section they done. They escape. And so finally at this point, they have, I guess, the time to pull out their cell phone. They only have one. Yeah. Only got one cell phone <laughs> between it. the three of them. Yeah. And they call the magic police. First smart thing they've done. Do they call the magic police or do they call the sheriff? No, they call the magic police. Okay. They call the magic police at this point. Okay. Because they do also call the sheriff. They do. That's later. Okay. Yeah. They call the magic police. They call the magic police, right? And they're like, okay, shit's happening. Shit's happening. But Ward is being all cagey about it because yeah. he doesn't want to get, like, murdered. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Ward, Ward's very nervous. Ward's nervous. He's being cagey about it. And basically, he's just about to give them answers and set a meetup so they can pass off this wand. Yeah. Right? And then the phone gets destroyed. Well, yeah, the... um. <laughs> The bad elves cut. They took an no, axe. it's Tika. Oh, Tika? Tika smashes the phone. Is that what happens? Yeah. Because she's like, the bad elves are going to track us, and she smashes the phone. How do they call the sheriff? They go to the convenience store. Right. They go to the convenience store. They call the sheriff. Yeah, so, like, the phone gets destroyed, and they're like, oh, shit, we got to run. And yeah. then it cuts again. <laughs> they do. And then it cuts again to the magic police. And they're on a rooftop with, like, a telescope. There's a lot of times where the magic police just get, like, shut off of things. They're like, hmm, I wonder what that was. Anyway, back to doing nothing. <laughs> and, like, the line of, they're like, we could only narrow it down to a few blocks. We could, we get one cutting over to the to the magic police being useless. Yeah. And, and I don't know why we keep cutting to them, and I hate them. <laughs> they have, like, uh, that, the relationship between the two magic police is so dry and... Like, it's like you took a piece of jerky, Kevin, yeah. and you left it out in the sun till it got too hard to eat. Well, it's it's like if you thought banter is just two people insulting each other over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> they're coworkers. Yeah, they're not. <laughs> yeah. It's it's real bad. It's it's like if you're watching, let's say, like a race, yeah. but the camera kept focusing on the person in last. <laughs> yes. And you're like, what are the people in first? It's like, no, no, no. This guy. This person in last. Look at him. He's trying his best. Look at him doing that. And then it also like cuts to the elves in fashion. So you know that, in fact, the elves in fashion were able to track the call. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. So they go to the convenience store. They call the sheriff. They go to the convenience store and they get like a little bit of food. And yeah. Ward like patches up his gun wound. <laughs> yeah, he's fine. Um, he's good. Uh, well, after you get shot with a shotgun in broad daylight once, you become immune to bullets. Yeah, it's like uh, yeah, it's like um, your immune system gets used to it. Yeah, you've you've gained bullet resistance. Um, <laughs> so they go to this convenience store, and then they call the sheriff. Yep. And the sheriff comes, and he's like, "Put your gun down." And there's this tense standoff. Yeah. 
between Ward and the sheriff. Well, because all the sheriff has been hearing is like, hey, Ward killed a whole bunch of cops. And there's a Ron somewhere, maybe. Yeah, and he's he's just like, I just don't want I I just don't want to get killed. Don't want to don't want to do it. So Jacoby manages to calm down the situation. Yeah. And it no, it's at this point where they discover Tika can speak English. No, it's not. Oh no, it's not. No, it's not. Okay, not yet. (laughs) <laughs> spoilers it is absolutely not yeah at this at this point it's um the sheriff being like hey uh like he, he has a handcuff jacoby which yeah. also means he has a handcuff ward i don't well, know he goes to handcuff ward no they both get handcuffed oh you're right they both get... he literally handcuffs them both yeah. and then and then he, he gets sh- shot in the head he gets shot in the like, head by the elves fashion elves who do not have guns apparently they do have guns they have <laughs> one gun apparently they have one gun with one, <laughs> one bullet, bullet. <laughs> they don't actually they shoot up the convenience store bunch, yeah. but now they have a gun with a bunch of bullets yes uh now they're not showing off i guess i guess they're just showing off for poison yeah um <laughs> but then there's another gunfight. it's kind of boring honestly it is uh, they get their handcuffs off thanks to tika yeah yeah and then a gunfight happens <laughs> gun it fight blows happens. up yeah the gas station convenience store blows the they, fuck they, up they they get they get their asses they get real clowned on by these yeah, uh these but elves. they escape they escape they barely. escape and then they go to an alleyway somewhere yeah and then they learn tika can speak english yeah. <laughs> at this point you're like which why you me so much because i'm like <laughs> would you i would have much preferred if she was a character, yeah, other than just someone who was there too, yeah, and if she could have spoken to them, she could have actually been a character because you could have had a relationship between the three of them. Yeah, and also her reason for not letting them know, she's like, "I didn't trust you yet." I'm like, but what? here's the thing: the miscommunication with your elven speech caused literally every single problem. Yeah, it, it's it's. Remember how I said Earl in the last episode that this this movie is about a bunch of people not liking each other for nebulous reasons yeah this is, this is the beginning of that where she's like i don't know if i can trust you after all those gunfights we've been through <laughs> now i trust you though. now i trust now you. i trust you and i can speak in your tongue <laughs> yeah it's um yeah. yeah yeah it's uh it's not great yeah. and by the way what this doesn't happen in the movie or at least i don't think it happens but in my mind there's another cutaway to the magic police <laughs> showing up at the gas station that's blowed the fuck up <laughs> I guess we should go back to that rooftop then. <laughs> yeah, just being like, guess we were too late. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Shit. Then it cuts to the strip club and they're like, ah, oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, beans, so, we missed it again. Kevin, how long do you, do you think? How long has passed in the movie at this point? This is the same night. I know. No, no. I mean, like, time-wise. Total time-wise, t- running time. I don't if, know, man. Time's if the movie is, like, two hours and 15 minutes, yeah, man, time's how, construct. how deep is this in? Because like... I feel we're, like, an hour and 15 minutes in. <laughs> yeah. To this, and all this stuff has happened already. Yeah, it ain't far. <laughs> it ain't far. Um, there are TV series that have less happen in them <laughs> than the first hour and 20 minutes of Bright. Oh, God. Um, yeah, they learned to, maybe this were too, it doesn't matter when they but, learn to speak, can speak English, honestly. She speaks English. It doesn't really matter, but I will point out that it's just another one of those, like, broad daylight shotguns. They're like, why? It's <laughs> like, why? <laughs> why didn't she speak them earlier? Yeah. Because they, they really make us feel like, oh, like, the, the movie wants us to be like, oh, Tika, she's so important. Yeah. She doesn't feel that important because you never, she's just like a bag they're carrying around. She could have been a bag. She could have been a bag. They you want, speak English? They wanted her to be like Lilu from the fifth element. Yeah. And she's not even close to that. Like, Lilu is 
Born Beautiful five minutes ago. Yeah. Right? It's that sci-fi trope. Yeah. And they tried to do it in this fantasy, except one, she has no personality, and two, it doesn't make any sense. And also- She's not actually dumb. She's just playing dumb. And also, Lilu. It's Lilu, right? I think it's Lilu. Lilu is important to the plot. It is. She is central. The plot. She's central to it. Tika is not. Well, she's, she's an accessory. We, yeah, at this point, we learn she's a little bit more important than we thought she was. But yeah. the first time, she was just the girl with the wand. Yeah, she was like, an innocent caught up in the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, like she maybe. literally could have been a bag. Yep. And when then when that bag starts talking, I would have been more shocked. <laughs> what? <laughs> what if the bag started talking? Did the dragon do this? <laughs> There's talking bags and dragons. <laughs> Holy shit. Matt, can you imagine the escalation of this movie? If like the beginning was just all like this, like... Like, this cop stuff. And then a dragon came down, and it's like, come with me. Oh, man. I'm here to protect the wand. Jump on me, and we'll fly to a new land. (laughs) One with better writing. (laughs) Never-ending story. Uh, we've got yeah! to fight. We've got to fight the nothing. It's just a Kobe on a dragon. (laughs) Yeah! Uh, I think we should stop right now for a second yeah. and just point out, from the first scene to this, yeah. there were no other punches of realism. No. It's just like, boom, realism, boom, realism, boom. Now get ready for a whole bunch of bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess you could say that the Latino gag is a punch of realism. Not really, though. Yeah. Like, there's no context given for the Latino gang. It's true. They're just a gang. There's a gang whose leader is in a wheelchair, and they he don't wants, give, He wants they, the wand so he can walk again. But once yeah, again- You don't no, learn that until after the fourth gunfight, Kevin. It's true. It's true. And also, and also, <laughs> once again, how is he going to use it? It's just one by one. His crew's going to pick up the wand? Yeah. Until hopefully one of them's a bright- One of us is going to be One in a million. One in millions. One in millions. Is, is the line, the only line we get. But hey- Maybe it's you. Maybe. Maybe. It's you. So at some point in this, I don't remember if it's before they learn to talk English or after it, they get caught by a bunch of orcs. Yes. No, it's like they learn about it, and because they're so distracted, being like, what do you mean you can speak English, you dumb person, (laughs) that the orcs get the drop on them. Yeah, and these orcs come up, and what these orcs are is that these are the orcs. At the party. At the party. And what we learn. But Kevin. Oh. I think we should go to commercial. Oh, you're right. (laughs) So we'll get back to those orcs after these messages. In our weirdly paced episode. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man, Kevin, those are some good dumplings. That was a really good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think we had too many dumplings? No, I think that was... The perfect amount. I feel like we were out for a long time. Well, I mean, there's so many different kinds. There were, yeah. A lot of different sauces. Yeah, but you know what? You're you're right. I think it was a perfect amount of dumplings. That's right. So this week's episode of The Third Space brought to you by dumplings. Okay. Yeah, so the cop by these orcs. Now get ready for a bunch of semi-plot-relevant information. (laughs) That doesn't mean anything. Well, it means something to Jacob. No! Sure. So, these orcs were having that party. Apparently, that party was like a, hey, let's not shoot each other, and instead, let's have a party party. Let's just bring a community together. What infuriates me about this is that that party did not seem as important as other... Like, it really felt like a place... Out of the four gunfights, it seemed like the third most important. Yeah. So, it seems... So, like, maybe it's because they were just hopping between places. Yes. So, 
every place blended together. But when these people were like, oh, I mean, you forgot about I it. I forgot about yeah, it. Yeah, when they were like, oh, remember that? <laughs> remember gunfight number three? <laughs> that was in our place. We didn't. There was only one rule. No guns. And who brought the guns in? It was us. <laughs> we're sorry. We're sorry. Uh, and now I'm going to kill you. And this is where we learned several things. Yes. One. Orcs need to kill somebody to be blooded and accept, accepted by the clan. Yes. That is ambiguous. Which I guess is, which is every single orc? I don't know. Maybe there are multiple clans. <laughs> I don't know. We learned that if you are a round tooth, meaning that you don't have tusks, yeah. that you are, like, branded a coward. I guess, I guess he, he filed his tusks down or Or was- maybe he's evolved because he says my grandfather was, was um, like, unblooded. Like, maybe it's, maybe it's just... It's just a genetic thing, it's yeah. It's just, just a genetic thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And um, then, um... <laughs> so we learned that. Yeah. Right? And we learned that Jacoby doesn't belong to a clan because he's unblooded. So yes. that's why orcs don't like him specifically. It's not even about <laughs> him being a police officer. It's that he's not blooded. So everyone knows that? Yeah. All orcs know each other in this world, <laughs> Kevin. <laughs> like, they're, they're like, oh, I heard of you. You're the unblooded person. Like, it, that, that would be like looking at someone and being like, uh, have you had your bar mitzvah yet? <laughs> I can tell you've been on bar mitzvah. That would be exactly what it would be like, Kevin. <laughs> I know, I know. I have this registry of every bar mitzvah for every orc. <laughs> and you have not had your you bar mitzvah. you have not had yours. And there is a picture right beside every single name. So I know who it is. And it's not you. Kevin, I'd like to interrupt this episode by asking, how them dogs? The dog just walked into the room. <laughs> and he was very disruptive. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, then he brings out his son. And he the, brings the, out his son. Yeah, the, sorry, the orc gang guy on his throne of bones yeah. brings out his son. I mean, there's there's a shaman in the background. This <laughs> oh, yeah. Is, I don't know the, a shaman This there. is another, like, fantasy carpet bomb where it's, like, fantasy. Yeah. Like, they're, they're essentially executing these people. But for some reason, they want to be like, and there's a shaman here. And there's a shaman. Well, he's very important for what's about to come. But this, uh, yeah. the, the kid comes in, and as it turns out... This is the kid Jacoby let go. Actually, my favorite thing about this shot is it keeps on cutting to this kid. Yeah. And I'm like, who the fuck is that? Why is he Why important? Why are you... You've cut to him five times. And then it actually <laughs> pays off. Well, but it pays off after. And yeah. when it, when it's He's like, like, I can't kill this person. He's the one who saved me. Yeah. Which, which like, oh, you're first, I'm like, oh... J- Jacoby made the sacrifice. He, he let the kid go. And now said, he's getting a good turn himself. Yeah, yeah. No, the father just shoots him. Yeah. So why? No, but wait, Kevin. First, no, why? Wait. Wait, Kevin. Because <coughs> because you're maxing out the mics for one. But also, Kevin, he's like, all right, that's fair. You can't be here. And he sends his son away so that he can kill him and his son won't be implicated. What? Like, so what? So Jacoby letting the kid go doesn't mean anything. Doesn't mean shit. It doesn't well, mean anything. It does plot. give him a little bit more respect from this guy. Yeah, when he sh- then he shoots him in the back. He's like, you know what? You're not so bad. And then he shoots. Then him. Then he shoots him. So it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything. And then Tika. But wait. <laughs> back to the sandbox with Max Landis sitting into it, Jeez. and then he gets shot. Oh man, that's real dramatic, Max Landis. But um, isn't he supposed to be one of the principal characters? And what, we, like, we haven't resolved anything. Oh, shit, yeah. Um, but that's okay, because guess what they have? A magic wand. Yeah, Tika, like, pulls the wand out from under her skin. Yep. Like, I don't know what that happened. I think that it's happened. under her shirt. 
I don't know. It looks kind of like it's under her skin. I mean, the shirt's pretty tight. Uh, maybe. It's a skin-tight uh, shirt. <laughs> and then she uh, she brings him back to she life. She brings Jacob e back to life. And, and Which, all- <laughs> by the way, pause, Kevin, because yeah. this is my turn to get really upset at Go this ahead. movie. You need three wands to resurrect somebody. You told me this. You told me, Kevin, three wands. Apparently you need three wands to resurrect the Dark Lord, not other people. <laughs> no, no. To resurrect people, you need three wands. And not only does she fucking resurrect him, she fucking levitates him back up through the hole he fell through and then stands up and he's like, I'm alive. No, bullshit, Bright. This is the last straw for me. No, no, I think you need three wands to resurrect the Dark Lord. No. Uh, I guess he was super deaded. <laughs> Whatever happened to the Dark Lord, he was super dead. No, no, no. Dead is dead, Kevin. Apparently not. Dead is dead. Jer- Jeremy, we have to go by the rules of the world. The Dark Lord was super deaded. You need three wands to get him back. Okay, so he was killed three times. So every single time you're killed. So the Dark Lord. I don't. So this is canon now. No, the dark, I don't know. The Dark Lord has come back already two times. Jeremy, I don't and each know. Each time they need another wand the, to do all it. All I know is that you can bring back a per- you can bring back a person with one wand, but the Dark Lord needs three for some fucking reason. <laughs> I don't know who the Dark nah. Lord is. He, uh, clearly, he's not just an elf. Clearly, he's something special. Uh, maybe he was sealed away. Maybe- wait, wait, wait. One wand for orc. Two one for human, three one for elf. It's racism again. Okay, racism. They actually don't need three, but they're like, well, God, you gotta use three. We gotta he's use an, three. He's, he's gonna elf. be embarrassed if we only use one. Ah, <laughs> uh, good magic racism. <laughs> but yeah, this is the point of the movie where I was like, "Pardon me." It bugs me so much because they so they did this to show like, ah, oh, Tika's a bright. We already we already sort of got. I thought yeah, she, we already got. We Tika knew that she was a bright. Yeah, but anyway, she brings um him back. Um, yeah. and so that's, and then, then, wait. <sighs> <sighs> what? okay, a couple of things happen in really quick succession yeah. here. Boom. Orc shaman. Yeah. It's a prophecy. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's like, what the fuck? Other orcs being like, shit, they, like, back up. They like bow or something. They back up and they're like, shit, son. Maybe you are blooded. Except Maybe. For, he didn't do anything. She brought him back. Yeah. Yeah. And then also. Tika goes into, like, anaphylactic shock with, gr- like, black stuff coming out through her veins. This might actually be where we learn she speaks English. No. Oh, yeah, you're right. It doesn't matter, honestly. It doesn't. Does. It really But we learned that, but maybe now we learn she speaks English. Anyway, turns out when she Okay, uses- no, this is when they learn to speak English. And I feel like the character Tika is like, well, I wanted to tell you before, but I acted like I didn't. So now I, I just wanted to wait till you owed me. <laughs> <laughs> but now she's like bleed in black from her veins who's yeah. apparently using magic using magic apparently hurts you yeah which is news to me it's the first time i've heard of it yeah i mean to be fair first time anyone's heard of it because the first time we see magic get used i mean wait because magic does hurt other people when the person picks up the wand yes that's true so i guess this is the magic goes into her and it's a little too much so it poisons her i guess i guess but i guess it didn't poison her when she used it against that woman remember when we turned the woman to the art project yeah maybe it's because she brought someone back to life it hurt her maybe not maybe. explained not explained but and it, like it's even explained like as we see her and she's turning blacker and blacker i'm like is something wrong with her yeah what's happening and then like the entire scene goes by before someone's like by the way, you're not feeling, you're not looking great. Yeah, and she's I'm like, like, "Thank God, I'm not crazy." Yeah. Oh, thanks for thanks for noticing that movie. Because once again, in a, especially in fantasy, if you don't say something is weird, I will not expect it to be weird. Exactly. I'm I'm suspending my disbelief. Yeah, I'm doing this for you, movie. <laughs> 
I'm doing it for you. <laughs> this is my gift to you. I'm suspending my disbelief for your bullshit. Yeah, I've used two wands and my disbelief is gone. It's suspended. <laughs> oh, wait, I like how one wand is a nuke, but three wands is, I guess, a super nuke? Uh, nope, just one nuke still. It's still one nuke. Yeah. Uh, but now she, like, something happens here where... Well, no, Ward's like, oh, we gotta go to a hospital. And she's like, no, we have to go to a no, pool. No, nope. Oh? No, no, like, we go to a hospital. And then, uh, like, she's like, uh, the only thing that can help me now is, like, the shield of light, right? And then Ward's like, well, where the fuck is that? And he's like, back at the house that you were at before. And he's like, no, we are going to a hospital. We are dropping you off at the hospital. We are giving this one to the special investigations unit. This is the magic people. And I am done. You hear me? I am finished. I am done. And I am with you, Ward. I am done with this movie. <laughs> and then Jacob is like. This is where they're driving, right? They were yeah. dri- they're driving. And Jacob is like. Let me I tell think- you. We're in a prophecy. Me, uh, hold on, movie. Now, here's the thing. I want to say, this is actually my favorite moment. And, and legitimately, because the idea of someone, like, in a fantasy movie, like, an urban fantasy movie being like, we're in a prophecy. Like, being aware of a prophecy is so great. <laughs> being like, look, I think we're in a prophecy. Like, at the beginning, there's a quote that says, the great prophecy, and it has a Bible verse. Yeah. So, it, it'd be like me saying, like, Jeremy, I think we're in the Bible. <laughs> I mean, yes, but it's not good for the movie. <clears throat> no, no, it's bad for the movie. Yeah, it's bad for the movie. Very bad for the movie. Because you're in a prophecy. Yeah. A prophecy? Not the prophecy. A prophecy. A prophecy. Prophecies happen all the time. All the time? How all the often? Time. All the time. I don't know. <laughs> I are you going to answer this question? Maybe, maybe ever we are not years. in a prophecy. I think we're in a prophecy. Nah. Well, and the entire point of a prophecy is someone has prophesied this it. This is, yeah, we should, know, were... <laughs> we should know about the prophecy. Yeah, you should be like, we're in a prophecy, and here's a specific prophecy. You can't just be like, we're in a prophecy. I don't know who's prophesied it. Here's how this scene should have gone, Kevin. Maybe Derek. <laughs> this is how the scene should have gone. Shaking me being like, hey, man, you know when we were driving that dirty man back to the Prince <laughs> Precinct? And Ward being like, why the fuck are you bringing this up right now? And be like, he said that... Um, I was a, a pro, I was in a prophecy, and um, that you were blessed. I, and I, I, I think I think he's right. I think we're in a prophecy, and then it should have cut to Will Smith, and he should have just been like, "Ah, oh, hell no! <laughs> Welcome to Earth. Welcome to Earth." <laughs> and then it should be credits. That's it. <laughs> end of movie. <laughs> It's Will Smith just quotes every single movie he's been in. It's the Wild Wild West. Oh, hell no. <laughs> Gotta get me one of these. <laughs> what, some sort of suicide squad? <laughs> I can help any guy get with any woman. <laughs> he just quotes the edge. <laughs> Seven pounds. I don't know any quotes from that movie. <laughs> It's all about the pursuit of happiness. He just keeps saying that. Now it's going to the names of movies he's been in. <laughs> um, After Earth. <laughs> hey, there's a robot. <laughs> uh, I robot? No, that robot. No, that robot. <laughs> <laughs> but does the movie end there, Kevin? No, it continues on. No, it does not. Um, This is where... Uh, With Ward eventually being like... I can't believe I'm fucking doing well, this. Well, this is because... This is where J- Jacoby brings up another very big plot point that's yep. not... Which is Jirok. Yep. 
Jimmy, do you know who Jirok is? I do not know who Jirok is. Well, Kevin. let me tell you. That's because we haven't been referred to Jirok, but we see him in graffiti, which says Jirok lives. Turns out, when the Dark Lord was off doing his stuff, an orc called Jirok convinced everybody to get together and follow the Dark Lord. No, no, and kill the Dark oh, Lord. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah, no, he led the army that destroyed the Dark Lord. Right. That sounds like Jesus to me. Well, also, Kevin, it totally invalidates all the racism for orcs in the movie. Because the reason that they give, the stupid batshit reason they give for everyone being racist to orcs, is that they sided with the Dark Lord. Yes, and I know part of the point is that racism is irrational. Yes. And And, like, that's the thing. But this movie, once again... Every single time I think this movie does subtlety, I cannot imagine it. <laughs> so it just seems dumb to me to be like, okay, you have somebody died to defeat the Dark Lord and like rose all these armies up. Then why? Then <laughs> then that sounds important, doesn't it? Doesn't something that would come up a whole lot by being like, hey, yeah, you know what? Some why, of <laughs> why wasn't when when everyone was being racist to Jacoby? Why wasn't he like? But what about Jirok? Yeah, you know the person like, who defeated the Dark Lord? Like, look, it's not... Hashtag not all orcs. <laughs> like, it's... It's so weird. And he just brings it up right now. Yeah. It feels like this movie's being written as it goes. Yeah, no, de- <laughs> this is why... This is why I picture Max Landis sitting in a sandbox with his yes-man friend yeah. across from him. And him being like, and then this, and then his friend being like, but what about this? And be like, oh, yeah, it's a good idea. I'll put it in here. Well, so here's a little bit of a, I guess, a, a pull behind the curtain of Bright. Because there's a few things I know about the creation of, of the movie. Yeah. Um, which is that there's a lot of rewrites in the script. Yeah. And you can see that by the fact that, like, it feels like they rewrote certain scenes and didn't change other ones. Mm-hmm. So, for example, Tika used to be a child. Yeah. She used to be very, like, six. They aged her up. But they didn't change her characterization, I guess. Nope. Um, I have a question also. Yeah. Do we miss one of the evil elf, uh, like elves in fashion deaths? I feel like one of them dies in the convenience nope. store. They're all, they're all alive. At they're all time. alive. Okay. One of, them, one of them looks like they might die, but yeah. he's fine. You he's can take, fine. They take some pretty hard hits. You're right. She gets he, he, the, the head elf in fashion heals him. Yes. Without a magic wand. So elves maybe, are just maybe, magic. Maybe. This, I can't remember that. Or maybe it's just their inherent magicalness. Again, these are super magic elves. Who knows? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so like uh, originally Tika was a child. That was that's uh, that's a, that's an artifact from an old script, which yeah. still was there. Um, originally, when um, uh, Jacoby let the kid go, he actually was saved by the kid being like, "I don't want to shoot him. He saved my life." And then the dad was like, "All right, well, then no one will shoot him. I guess he'll survive now." Yeah, um, that's an artifact from an older script. Yeah, so it's like they changed parts, but didn't think of how they affected the whole. Which is once again a signal of this movie from the adding things like dragons. Yeah. So basically, what you're telling me is that this movie is a Rubik's cube of scripts that nobody ever solved. Yeah, they just like mixed it up, and we're like, "Well, it's still a square." Well, because like, <laughs> like when you brought up. Um, Jacoby bringing up the guy who told him at the beginning. Mm. Like, that's so long ago at this point. It's so long ago. Like, it's not actually that long ago time-wise, but in the movie, oh my god. But he doesn't, he doesn't bring it up. And, and yeah, that, that guy who seemed very important while making no sense at all. Yep. He never comes up again, by the way. Nope. I guess I just left him in jail. Probably. For Maybe being... got him a bath. I really thought that sword would come back. The sword never comes back. Nope. Like, nothing's important in this movie. <laughs> well, the wand is. <sighs> so they drive back to the house and they it drive tur- back to the house. Yeah, and it turns out 
in the house's basement yep. is a tree and a pool. A pool of everescent light. This confuses me because I thought we saw that pool in the flashback of the Inferni, but apparently that pool belongs to the Shield of Light. Yeah. Yeah. Also, you find out Tika's an Inferni. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let's get to, let's get to let's get to some reveals later, but first <laughs> let's go through this scene to the point where we get revealed. Sure. So, battered and bruised, our yeah. heroes re-enter the house. Yeah. They go back to the original set to save, you know, on on costs. Yeah, because they're clearly over budget. It's 90 million Shouldn't dollar added movie. that centaur or that dragon. Oh, that slow motion gunfight or the slow motion firing the gun to Bastille world gone crazy. Yeah, probably not. Which makes no sense because the part they use of it has um, the leasing of Bastille going British until the end. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> which so is they, a movie, which is a song about like fashion. They get it's in, weird. and the entire idea is like Tika, they need to get Tika to this pool so that Tika can heal. Yes. Right? So Ward is carrying Tika. Yeah. And Jacoby is, like, frantically trying to keep the elves in fashion away from them. Yes. Because the elves in fashion are there as well. Yep. Um. <laughs> they, they they end up killing the elves in, like, I can't even remember how they Well, do they it. kill the first one, like, by shooting a gun through him. Yes. Like a shotgun. Yes. And then the second one. I feel they blow him up. Yeah. Blow, they blow her up. They blow her up with, like, a, oh, yeah, he get, finds a bomb. He's like, I found a bomb. And. Why didn't they have take the bomb earlier? I, I don't, don't know. know. They've been here three times. <laughs> they didn't look around very much. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's like, great, I got this bomb. And Ward's like, the police, okay. The, the other police haven't been here yet? Nope. <laughs> confused. Nope. The magic investigation police did not show up here. <laughs> they skipped over this one. They skipped over oh, this one. They would have found the pool with a tree. The, the, you know, they were busy at all the clubs being like, this is a damn shame. <laughs> oh, we missed it again. <laughs> oh, beans. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, don't tell boss, you'll be angry. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so no. they, through this fight, desperately trying to get the elves in fashion away, they kill the two lackeys. They also kind, they also kill, like, they, they. No, they get to the pool. No, no, they, they, Numi Rapis gets, like, I can't remember. They, yeah, they, they get they, to the they, pool they, no, and they, they kill the yeah. head elf. I know, they, they do that upstairs. No, they don't. They do something with, an, with no, they, yeah, they do something with a fridge, like, I can, Oh, yeah, you're right, I'm you're totally right. blanking on, because wasn't all these action scenes sort of blend together, and I start getting bored. Yeah. Which is... Not what you want from an action scene. Not what you want from an action scene. Like, the fact that I, like, I didn't watch this that long ago, but the fact that, like, I can't tell you, like, the things they do. Yeah. Anyway, so, yeah, yeah they, they do kind of kill all three of them. Right, Nobody right, right. Comes and back. then she comes back, and she kicks Jacoby off the staircase, and he gets a cord wrapped around his neck. Yeah, she hangs him, effectively. And he's, for, like, a good eight minutes, hanging there, like, choking out on this wire. They got, re- orcs got real good throats. Thanks, real strong throats. Real strong throats. Real strong throats. <laughs> Plus eight damage resistance to throat damage. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Only good on throats. Um, so it's basically Ward, but he's been beat to shit at this point. Yeah. Trying to, like, fight off the head elf in fashion. I'm pretty sure he does put um, the Tika in the water. He does, and yeah. then that's when she arrives. Yeah, and then he's trying to he's trying to fight off Numi Rapis. Yeah, and uh, then... And then at the last moment, when it looks like he's going to die, Tika picks up the wand and blasts Numiramis. Yeah. And then, but he's like on the ground and Numiramis turns her attention to Tika and is like, we were sisters. And you're like, 
Yeah, she what? Says, she says some weird stuff to her that, like, you think is character development, but at this point, I'm like, it's too late. Yeah. It's you're like, too late you're like, for she's this. She's like, you're my sister, <laughs> and we just got to take you back to what? the Inferni, and, he, and you'll be fine. And then she looks at Ward and goes, what did you do to her? Yeah. And I'm like, what is happening? What is happening? <laughs> and then Ward, in a twist that you could see coming from, I'm going to go two hours and 15 minutes away. <laughs> picks up the wand. And he's a bright. But wait... He's a different kind of bright because the wand changes color. I think that's because he's picking up for the first time. I don't think so because all of the like wand thing we've seen so yeah. far has been like electricity based almost. It's been very oozing. Yeah. Yeah. Like almost like a like ice pick melting. Yeah. But it's all been like very cool, very lightning based. And he picks up and it turns red and then he's like, I don't know. And then Tika's like, the spell word is this. Yeah. And you're like, whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. There are spell words? She says spell words to bring Jacoby back. Yeah, but it's not ever mentioned. She no, could, it's not. She could just be giving the wand to command an elvish. It's absolutely not. <laughs> it's never mentioned. <laughs> never mentioned. Like, it's, say this. Say this word, and it will do, it'll do the thing yeah. that I need you to do. Which, with- is, a, which is a super blast, by the way. Yeah, well, and, which and, is a super fiery blast. Yeah, it's crazy to me also that apparently all you need to do to cast magic is to know the word and hold the wand. Yeah. Like, you don't have to, like, put feeling into it or anything. Nope. Like that. You just got to know the word and hold the wand. So, first of all, we see the wand react in weird, a weird elemental way that we haven't seen before. I don't even Which really... raises a whole spectrum of questions. Maybe does to you, each, I don't care does, enough. Does each bright have a different element? Is it personality based? Is it because he's a human that he uses fire, or elves only all this like lightning ice bullshit? Well, may, 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 maybe maybe that's because that's just the spell that Tika likes. Is she likes lightning based? No, ones. but it, it changes color, and turns fiery when Ward picks Jeremy, it up. I don't care. I do not think that they care. I know, but the, you're the one that started this. I know, and I'm angry. <laughs> so first of all, like. What? And then, second of all, spells? What? I thought yeah. I thought it just granted your wishes. Yeah. Well, I, thought it, I well, thought it was just a nuclear weapon. To be fair, when they say grant wishes, I feel like they meant spells. Yeah. <laughs> he just wore that in a weird way. But any, anyways, then you learn the third thing, which is, like, you pick up the wand, and you are on some acid. Well, <laughs> like, the world is rushing by you. There's, like, weird Inception blind going yeah. on. And and knew we... <laughs> Numi Rapids has enough time to look at him, pick up the wand, look at her sister, look at him. Sister says the words, yeah. he thinks, he says the words back, the wand powers up, and then blasts her. At no point does she do anything. Well, I mean, she does say that's impossible. I, sure. <laughs> I feel like, I feel like, because they're going to You know, because every villain, trademark villain, says that's impossible. There's, th- that's, th- oh, wait, there's also a few cuts to Jacoby in there. Yep. A lot of time. He falls down off of the wire. A lot of time passes, and she does nothing in no. the situation. They'll be like, I guess I'm going to get blasted. And then Will Smith, Ward, blasts the last elf in fashion. <laughs> yeah. And puts Tika in the pool. But um, guess what? No, Tika disappears. Oh, you're right. Tika disappears. Yes. Tika disappears. Yeah. And But guess what? Because Ward uses fire magic, the building is on fire. Yeah. So you thought it was the end of the movie. Nope. It's not the end of the movie. Then then Jacoby's like, we gotta go, Ward. And he tries to leave. And despite the fact that Ward is right behind him, Ward gets lost. Ward gets lost. <laughs> it's just like one scene. Ward right behind Jacoby. Next scene. 
uh, sky sky cam. Uh, Jacoby comes out, falls out on the gun. He's like, "We made it, we made it." <laughs> but the ward's not there. Ward's not there, and he looks around. He's like, "Oh shit!" And he goes back in. And Ward's on the ground somewhere. Like he on took the ground. a wrong turn. Yep, just ran out of air to breathe. So guess what? Orcs also good lungs. Maybe good lungs for them. Orcs, I guess. Uh, and then he pulls uh, him out. Yeah. And then they're both lying there, like the end of Bad Boys 2, Yeah, but it's not Martin Lawrence. <laughs> it's an orc. Yeah, it's Joel Edgerton as an orc. And then the other orcs appear, and they cut their hands, which I guess means that he's that blooded. That he's blooded now. now. Congratulations, Jacoby. Because he lit a building on fire? I think because he fulfilled the prophecy. They do say it's an act of great courage somewhere in the movie that requires you to get blooded. <laughs> yeah, I'm not very clear why they're like... That was pretty cool, man. No, you man, blooded, you totally burned down that building. Blooded, and blooded. every other orc knows. Because remember, every orc knows every, every orc, orc knows in this every movie. orc. <sighs> okay, then so, gets wrapped up. Well, I, then, oh, then you have like the bad boys two fade out, where yeah. like the ambulance is here, and Ward and Jacoby are going to get treated. Yeah, right. So then they're in this maximum security hospital. Yes, Ward is all. Like Ward is all strapped up. He's a bright. Jacoby's sitting beside him. Yeah. And then guess who shows up, Kevin? The magic police. Yeah, they're they're like, oh, we made it. <laughs> we oh, jeez. Finally caught up. And they're just standing there, like looking impassively. And Jacoby's yeah. like, and th- this is what happened. And Ward's like, no, shut up. And Jacoby's like, but this happened. And no. the thing is going on here. And, and it's basically just a three minute gag that yeah. Jacoby is still neurotic. Yeah. And doesn't understand how things work. Yeah, but it turns out they're just going to do a cover-up, explain the whole thing away, and yeah. then there's, a, like, a metal scene, essentially. Well, then wait. we got to wrap this Ward up, gives man. the cover-up, Yeah, and then the magic investigator and his friend, Happy, um, is yeah. like, then that's what happened. Yeah. And smash cut. Second smash cut of yeah. the movie. Yeah. Now they're in an awards ceremony. Yeah. Right? And Ward and Jacoby are getting awards, and everybody's happy, and there's his wife and his daughter. Yeah. And you're getting the awards, and Ward's like, I don't like that those cops I killed are up here getting honored as well. And yeah. Jacoby's like, let it go, man. <laughs> <laughs> Which is probably the only time in the movie I genuinely <laughs> laughed from a place of humor and not sheer, <laughs> like, surprise and yeah. shock. Yeah. And then, Ward of course, the crowd. and there's Tika going she through. through she's going through it, and she's there. She's okay. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> and then how do they end the fucking movie, Kevin? Fairy. There's a fucking fairy. So there's a few things out that like we need that I feel like we need to bring up. Oh, uh, a few. <laughs> which, like, we cannot do a third episode on this, so <laughs> we're just going to do it right now. Okay. Um, one, Ward used the wand. He's fine. So I guess... I guess it doesn't always hurt the person who's holding it. No, I guess it maybe doesn't. It, maybe it's he didn't because... Need, he didn't need to bathe in a pool. Maybe it's because of... She brought someone back to life. Maybe that's why. Maybe. Not explained, though. Not Once explained. again, that's supposition. Yep. Was then we have to assume. Yep. I don't know. Uh, why are brights treated so dangerously if they can literally only do their magic with a wand? Yep. And wands are super, super rare. Oh, they, they do, there is a shot of them, like, putting the wand inside, like, a containment chamber and yeah. carrying it away like it's uranium. Yeah, not, not only that, not only do you have to have a wand, you have to know the word. So you yep. have to be taught how to use it. You have to be taught how to use the magic. Yes. You need to be able to use a wand. Yeah. So, like... And it, it's not great for you. Because, <laughs> Barely. Because even though Ward didn't get black veins, yeah. 
he is still pretty fucked up by the I th- experience. I think that might have been the uh the No, no, he picked stuff. up he po- picked up that one and he was on acid, Kevin. Oh, maybe. He was on acid. He was on turbo acid. <laughs> Dark Helmet was like, we're making the jump to plaid speed. That's where he was. <laughs> I mean, maybe maybe he enjoyed that. Maybe he was like, yeah! He did not. The entire time he was like, uh... I mean, that could just be because he's ward. That's true. He's like, I don't like this at all. <laughs> I feel like that might just be me. Like, maybe the first time you use it, it's like crazy stuff happens. I mean, I think it's literally a drug, and that's why I think the elves in fashion were so crazy. <laughs> is that they were like, gotta get my fix. Gotta get my fix back. Gotta get my wand fix. <laughs> yeah. That... that, that the fact that she has to tell him the word is so bad. Like, I feel like he should have learned that word at another point. Like, another point in the movie, somehow, I don't know how, maybe by rewriting the entire damn movie, you should have learned the word at another point and been like, oh, I know the word. I mean, um, you could have taken the first half hour out of the movie. <laughs> taken a lot of stuff out of the movie. Yeah, there's so much extraneous bullcrap in this movie. I'm going to put this movie on what I call um, the Reign of Fire scale. Oh, which is a movie that has a super cool concept yeah. and just ruins it. Yeah. Which is Reign of Fire. Yep. Reign of Fire, a movie about dragons come to Earth. Yep. Um, and it's like a zombie movie with dragons. Yep. Super cool concept. Yep. Really badly done. Yep. Really, it's a lot of, it's a lot of Christian Bale being uh, sad in a castle. I mean, yeah. Yeah. You get Matthew McConaughey as like a crazy American guy who sky skydives on dragons. All right, all right, all right. I would have loved more of that. <laughs> um, but I'm gonna put this. At, I'm gonna put this right at about probably like um, I'm gonna say eight out of ten. Reign of Fires, <laughs> where it had a really cool concept, messed it up. You know what they needed in this movie? Kevin? A better screenwriter. Yes, but you know what they who they needed in this movie? Who? Nicolas Cage. <laughs> They needed Nicolas Cage in this movie because they needed an actor to take a direction to the nth degree. No, here, here's the thing. I don't actually mind the actors as No, much. Here's, here's the thing. Jacoby, good job. Yeah, Joel Edgerton did good. Joel Edgerton, good job. Will Smith, good job. Yeah. You did a good job with what you had, Will Smith. Yeah. Everybody else, you're, you were not able to save the horrible writing. It's- not your fault. Not your responsibility. But are, can you tell me, Kevin... You yeah. would not have enjoyed Nicolas Cage as the racist cop. As Ike Barinholtz? Yes. <laughs> He's in so few the, of the movie. Yeah, exactly. But he would have made the scenes with that even better because he would have just treated that character as a psychotic. <laughs> yeah. Right? Or are you telling me that you would not love to have Nicolas Cage as a crazy, stupid magic elf? <laughs> you you mean Numi Rapis' role? No. I mean one of her henchmen. Okay, that would be pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Or are you telling me that you don't want Nicolas Cage to be one of the magic investigators? But I, like, <laughs> literally replacing almost any actor in this movie with Nicolas Cage. And I'm like, I would watch it and enjoy but, it more. But I, th- I think the problem is that, like, okay, so that would definitely make the movie more enjoyable. Yes. I don't know if that would make the movie better. No. I mean, by strict, by strict laws of the word better, yes, it would yeah. make the movie better. Yeah. But, like, just making it a better movie. No, because, like, it just had to be re- rewritten. And, like, and... I mean, like you would have had to strip that movie down, and like it's it's so bizarre to me that they decide to do the um, orc racism thing when it has nothing to do with the plot. Doesn't like if the plot had more to do with orc racism, then that would have been fine. Yeah, but because the plot has to do with like elves wanting to bring back a dark. Here's lord, what I think what happened with this movie. Yeah, first I think I had a bad writer to start with. Yes. 
Second, I think in the beginning, they were like, let's do a racism allegory. Yeah. Right? And as they were writing the racism allegory, I think Max Landis looked at himself in the mirror (laughs) in his sandbox. Yes. And was like, there's not enough fantasy in this racism. (laughs) And so it was like, I'm going to scrap some of this racism, which I'm kind of glad he did because I'm sure it would have been really offensive. Yeah. And I'm just going to carpet bomb fantasy all over this. (laughs) Put a centaur in here. Put a dragon in here. Here's bringing people back from the dead with different numbers of wands. <laughs> I like how I I just accepted the movie. What's, I, I see no problem with that. The movie's like, the Dark Lord takes three because he's the Dark Lord. He was, I guess he was sealed away. That's the problem. The movie doesn't explain it. Does the Dark not. Lord was, I assume the Dark Lord was sealed away. That's why he needs three wands. There are a couple real nice lines in, in the movie, though. Yeah? But uh, it's the Inferni. What, you mean like the Illuminati? No, they killed them years ago. Yeah. <laughs> Man, do you want the funny thing? We went through all this movie, and we didn't even hit a lot of the moments where, like, they bring up things that really nail down the fact that this movie just layered on top of our world. Yep. Shrek is yeah, in this world. Shrek is in the world. In a world with orcs, they made the movie Shrek. Yep. Which, presumably, are there also ogres in this world? Because there's dragons and centaurs. Should, I mean, there's there's fairies. <coughs> presumably, there's ogres. Why aren't there ogres? So Shrek was made in this world. I mean, there's probably satyrs. Yeah. Probably some nymphs. Yeah. Like, the fact that a, that a fantasy genre might exist in this world is bizarre. Yeah. The the Illuminati are apparently in they, this they world. They were real. And real. And they were eliminated. Which is... By the Inferni, which tells you, because in our world, the idea of the Illuminati is that they are controlling everything. So apparently the Inferni are strong enough to destroy an organization that is killing everything. But they don't have three wands to raise their Dark Lord. But but they also destroy it in such a way that the Illuminati idea still stands. Yeah. Like, it's so weird to think of them being like, ah, the Illuminati. But it's like, but... Why? Why is that still a thing in this world? In a world where you know of Why didn't magic- you just make the Inferni the Illuminati? Yeah, why'd, why'd you have to... Because ma- him saying, you mean like the Illuminati? Do you know what that sounds like? That sounds like someone who was teleported into that world. Yep. Everything that Ward says sounds like he's not originally from that world. I mean, every line Warren says, I just want to be replaced with all hell no. <laughs> <sighs> so, the, to summarize, Bright is a mess of world building. It is. It's not an unentertaining movie. No. It's just a little frustrating. And, like, we spent two parts of our... Two hours. Two extra hours of our lives dedicated to this movie. Dedicated to talking about this movie's bizarre choices in creating a world. Yeah. And... This, this, I wouldn't really say this is a movie review or a movie recap, and like it's well, not, Kevin, it's, let's give some ratings. Sure, you've already given it eight out of ten. Rain of Fires. Yeah, I give it four out of five. Broad daylight shotguns, <laughs> <laughs> but Good. only two out of six fantasy carpet bombings. <laughs> <laughs> and I and, get, and Kevin, yeah, I give it no Chekhov's gun. <laughs> Well, I mean, there there is there are many setups for Chekhov's gun that never get like. That's for, why it doesn't get one. <laughs> if, <laughs> I love the idea of the movie just being like constantly setting up Chekhov's guns and other storylines. I feel like here's the thing: Max <laughs> Landis definitely knows one. what Chekhov's gun is. I think, think he, I think he was like misdirection. 
Do you think he is? Do you think he, do, I? There's no way he hasn't heard the concept. I don't. There's I mean, no they, way. But it's so weird for him to like almost set it up a bunch of times. Yeah, misdirection. But then not set up when it matters. Like if he had set up earlier that like Ward just knew the word. Yeah. Like, like what if that came up and Ward, and Ward was Ward was was like, like he was talking about like look I know stuff I know all these things I know the spell that, that that like destroys someone it's this word doesn't mean I I can't use it yeah. I'm not a bright. <laughs> And then reveals later. Like, or if there were some orc, like, community outreach program where you introduce the orcs at the party earlier on. <laughs> yeah. That would have done it. Yeah. What, what if the orcs were his next-door neighbors? What if they were uh, just... The problem, they can't do that because he's racist against orcs. That's right. Mm-hmm. Can't he would, do it. He would never live next also, to orcs. Also, he's trying to sell his house, so keep doing your gangster shit. <laughs> I'm... S- it, it upsets me, Kevin, that I've watched this movie once, and I am so able to quote it. But uh, but so unable to t- to know plot points exactly, <laughs> just like se- ridiculous sound bites have burrowed their way into my brain. Ugh. All right, um, so that's a kind of our movie review. Normally, I feel like if we ever did a movie review, it would not take two hours. Probably not. No, There's we just there was so much. We 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 did we very much did a line by line breakdown of Bright, <laughs> which I hope was enjoyable. I mean, I. I don't think there's ever been an episode where both of us lost our minds about something. <laughs> so you're welcome, everybody. Um, yeah, if you like that, give us a rating, review, subscription on Apple Podcasts, or uh, wherever you can find us. Uh, please give us those ratings. They are the only way that our podcast grows, unless you want to tell your friends about us. There's a better way of doing or it. Or talk to us on Twitter, perhaps, yeah. on social media. You can find us at Third Space Cast or individually. I'm at Mighty Thews. That's Mighty T-H-E-W-S. I'm at uh, Strawman K. Weir. Yes. Not at a Strawman K. Weir. At Strawman K. Weir. No, don't, don't put that in, uh, in there. <laughs> Uh, you can don't, also check out. A, don't put a stutter in there. You can also check out our website, thirdspacepodcast.com. Uh, you can send us an email. It's thirdspacepodcast at gmail.com. And our theme song is Balrog Boogie by the Diablo Swing Orchestra. Join us next week on the Third Space when we finally do the inconceivable. You keep using that word, but I don't think it means what you think it means. Until then, you're a cool person who lives in a cool place. <laughs> <laughs>